0: Well, good morning from the Barnett household. In our devotion this morning, we're looking at just three verses in Psalm 51. It's a famous psalm. It's titled as a psalm of David when Nathan the prophet went to him after he had gone in to Bathsheba. And the psalm is written in light of a terrible and ugly incident in the life of David. David saw Bathsheba bathing and he lusted after her and inquired about who she was. He discovered she was a wife of Uriah the Hittite, but that didn't seem to bother him. He acted upon his lust, and he abused his power as the king and, and took Bathsheba for himself. He got her pregnant, and in trying to cover up his sin, he had Bathsheba's husband, a good and honorable man, killed in battle. And the prophet Nathan confronts David with his sin, and this psalm is written by David as a plea to God, a plea for mercy and restoration in the light of his sin. It's a psalm that's been described as being like a photograph of a contrite spirit. It's a a journey from confession through to restoration and then on to praise. And in verses 1 to 9, we see David mourning over and confessing his sin to God. We're just going to look at verses 10 to 12 this morning, which focus on restoring our relationship with God following our confession of sin. Let's read them. Psalm 51, verse 10. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and uphold me with a willing spirit. When we have sinned against God, so often we're conscious of the the filth, the sin that we see within us. David's plea for God to create in me a clean heart is, surely a prayer that we have all echoed many times. It's a prayer for God to do something that only he can do. The word create in verse 10 is the same word used in Genesis 1.1. In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. It's a a word that means to create out of nothing, something only God can do. And when we sin and we're asking God to make us right again with him. We're asking him to do something that only he can do. You see, it needs the power that brought this world into being to create a clean heart where it was previously full of sin. And David asks God to create a clean heart and to renew a right spirit in him. In other words, that essential work of God and David's life, that that new nature that we have when we come to faith. It hadn't been lost, but it did need renewing. And I guess, well, I know from my own experience that often when we sin, we can feel a great gulf between ourselves and God. This sense that surely God wants nothing more to do with me. Surely he just wants to to cast me away, to reject me and have nothing more to do with me. We, we expect rejection, don't we? Because we, we know that's what we deserve. David is expressing here how he feels. Please don't cast me away, Lord. Please don't take your spirit from me. He, he recognizes the importance and necessity of that intimate and, and sweet fellowship with God, and he just doesn't want to lose it. The wonder of the gospel, of course, is that that God never treats us as we deserve, does he? And that's such good news for those of us who stumble and sin. The great mercy is that God is a God of grace, a God who shows unmerited favor to sinful people. And as we thought on Sunday, it's only possible because in God's great love for you and me, He sent Jesus to pay the penalty for our sins so that we need never fear rejection or separation from God. And so finally, David asked that God might restore to him the joy of his salvation. It's it's a personal plea for restoration, a desire to return to the fellowship that he had enjoyed with God in the past. Joy is our our natural state when we're in fellowship with God, isn't it? And sin is a joy killer. But when we confess our sins, when we repent, God restores our joy. He restores a desire to once again live a life honoring to Him. Maybe this morning you're lacking your joy. Maybe. You're aware that sin has created a barrier between you and God and he just feels so far from you. Well, the encouragement of these verses is that restoration is possible. Intimacy again with God is possible. As we look to Jesus, as we confess our sins and, and trust in what Christ has done for us on the cross, we have the absolute assurance that our sin has been dealt with once and for all. God has has given you his spirit and he is the seal of your belonging to God. No matter how you feel this morning, God will not take his spirit from you. You belong to him and you are precious to him and he wants you to be in close fellowship with him once again. Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you that you are able to do something that is impossible for us to do. When we sin, you are able to create in us a clean heart and to renew a right spirit in us. Help us to be quick to confess our sins and to trust in your power to make us new. Amen. Dear Lord Jesus, often when we sin, we can feel like you want nothing more to do with us. We feel like you will want to cast us from your presence to get rid of us. Thank you that this is not true. Thank you that you love us so much and you never never treat us as we deserve. Amen. Dear Father, we know from experience that when we sin, we lose our joy. Thank you that through confessing our sin and turning back to you, that joy can be restored. Give us a willing spirit that desires to live lives of obedience, lives that bring glory to you. Amen.